Hello and welcome to our military information session series dedicated to those who have or continue to serve in the military. Throughout these sessions, we will explore how to make the most of your transition from the military to a successful career and the tools to help you do so through the stories and experiences of our current students and alumni. In today's session, we will explore topics concerning community, civilian employment, and bridging the gap. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs here at the University of Buffalo School of Management and a nine-year veteran of the United States Marine Corps. I have the immense pleasure of being joined today by Briar Breaker, prior member of the New York Army National Guard, former, former social studies teacher, alumni of the full-time MBA program and current management consultant at Accenture. Welcome, Briar. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Happy to, happy to be here. So let's get right into it, shall we? I've got some questions surrounding the previously mentioned topics that I'd like to ask, but before I do, can you provide us with some details surrounding your background and what you're currently doing? Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, I'll do my best to kind of make my way through. It's a little bit of a, a winding road as, as Aaron um, alluded to there in the kind of a brief introduction. Um, so I, I, I started things off back in, um, my undergrad at Buffalo State College, where I pursued a degree in social studies education. Um, I also played soccer through the team there. And then about my junior year, took some time off, decided I wanted to go into the, the military reserves um, and ended up going to the Army National Guard, as Aaron had mentioned. And really, my career there ended up being a 15 golf for folks that don't know it's aircraft structural repair. So focusing on internal, external uh, integrity, maintenance, fabrication, installation of the skin for helicopters. Um, after doing my training there, I actually came back. I finished my undergrad degree in 2014 uh, in that social studies education that I mentioned. From there, I, I started working in the Buffalo area, um, a combination of rural and suburban schools. I worked across uh, high school as well as middle school. Um, simultaneously, I was also pursuing a one-year master's in differentiated instruction, uh, which I was hoping to pursue and help to catapult me into my, my professional career within education. Uh, about three and a half years into teaching, I really decided and kind of made the personal dis, uh, decision and questioned my idea of, is this kind of the long-term goal for me? And the answer wasn't a, an unequivocal yes. So from there, it, it became more of a decision of, okay, what can I do next with the skills I have? I built these qualitative skills and in education and working through my history degree and my first master's. Now I wanted to build the quantitative side. So um, I began pursuing master's degrees, specifically in an MBA. Ended up um, talking with folks at UB and having an extraordinary opportunity presented to me there and really left teaching full-time and joined the MBA program in 2017 uh, full-time where I pursued my my degree and, and worked with a lot of different extracurriculars within the, the program and did some great things there and ended up graduating 2019, May of 2019, and pivoting to a consulting role uh, with Accenture, where I still currently work. And I've been a part of the, the firm here for about two and a half years, uh, specifically within the technology strategy and advisory practice. Awesome. Thank you very much for getting us up to speed. All right. On to my questions. Uh, and before we jump into our first uh, main topic here, I do have to ask, in rewinding a little bit uh, to the grad school search, 
why UB? How did you ultimately end up at UB? So the, the funny answer is, you know, it, I made my kind of my tour across colleges. Uh, and that's kind of the comical piece of it. The, the more serious note is um, when you're when you're pursuing kind of a master's degree and advanced degrees and graduate degrees, you, you really start to focus in on, at least for me personally, focus in on things that that aren't just about quite the academic side. Yes, the academics are crucial to success, but you look at things such as network, you look at the support structure that's part of the university. Um, you wanna look at what other features are things that stand out to you as a person that, that means something that resonate with you. For me, it was um, being a, an individual and not just a number in some sort of quota or some sort of, sort of statistic. And um, UB, when I was in my search, uh, you know, I have moments that kind of really stick out of, of times that I attended events and I was talking with individuals uh, such as Aaron and other folks within admissions where you would go and it, it wasn't uh, a conversation of, hey, we want to get you here to be part of our success to try to get to be a higher percentage of, of glory or whatever it might be to, to reach a ranking. Um, it was catching up on personal conversations, uh, pickups of how is family doing or what things are actually interesting to you or Hey, Briar, what's going on? And addressing people by first name. And, and for me, that kind of uh, that kind of sense of, of community and, and quote unquote a village is something that uh, stuck with me as a very much so as a first impression. And um, from there, it really became a pretty easy decision um, for me because that that is something that I wanted coming from the military into something like this. The military is a very tight knit community. And, and you're there to support each other and it's a very much the case and in UB while it might not be the exact dynamic or perspective that veterans see from the military side it still is that idea of a camaraderie and rapport and um, it, it became an easy decision and that carried through my entire experience uh, through, through the full-time MBA program. Yeah outstanding thank you very much. Uh, so on to our, our topics at hand, and the UB School of Management is a community or a village, as Briar mentioned, and, and he also alluded to the fact that veterans are accustomed to being a part of something bigger than themselves. It's typically one of the reasons why they ended up serving in the first place. And at UB, we, we embrace the community atmosphere and believe that it provides an environment that fosters both personal and professional growth. So, Briar, what can students expect from UB stakeholders in the School of Management community when they step foot into the classroom uh, as a UB MBA or other graduate student? Yeah, so, um, you know, the first thing that I would say is, is a challenge. You know, stepping into it, you're going to expect to be challenged. Um, you know, the bar is set high for the students going through the program and the, and the historical success overall of UB, specifically the MBA program, speaks for itself around those things. So, um, you know, when I think when Aaron, when you mentioned stakeholders, you're talking about faculty and, and all the support staff that's there. So it, transitioning from the military, you know, if you kind of use a, a, um, a comparison, you know, military folks, it's always a, a, we're accustomed to being given a task and we might not know how we're going to achieve the task, but it has to get done, right? So that's in itself a challenge. And while the support structure and the guidance and the um, responsibility and the, all of those tools are, are given to you in the, in the academia setting, um, the challenge is still driving you to be the best version of yourself. So um, 
for me, that's the first part is you, you, you got to expect a challenge and you expect to, to earn the degree. It's not by any means, anything that's going to be, be handed to you. And, and the folks that come out of there with the best experience are the ones that fully embrace that mentality. Um, and, you know, for me, I, another comparison was uh, being equipped with the tools to be successful. So the military, again, right, you go through training, you go through different drillings, you go through different field exercises, so on and so forth. And all of these things are meant to give you tools to help you be successful in specific situations. And the, the business school did exactly that and much more in, in preparing you to be as successful as needed, if not more successful than what uh, I would say the standard is across the industries. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, what about veteran specific resources? I know that you had some experience with the Veterans Business Association, also known as the VBA. Uh, but what about other resources? Or first of all, can you expand on what the VBA is and, and your experiences there? But any other resources on campus that were military connected or, or military student veteran specific? Yeah, so I think the first one, the one that stands out the most is, is what you just mentioned, right? The VBA or the Veterans Business Association. And, and um, you know, for me, I think that's a critical piece, right? Because it it is for, for folks that are trying to transition from a military career and occupation into, or maybe a different career with military experience into a, a brand new program, having that, uh, that buffer, if you will, to help bridge the gap is um, paramount to to helping and ease that transition for folks. So I think that's a huge thing. And, and what it does is it creates that support structure that I mentioned. It creates opportunities for you to, to network with other vet veterans across the school, maybe just in business, but also other veterans that might be in different programs, um, which is uh, again, kind of a, a linchpin to, to what students get through their experience. Um, the second piece for me is that the you know, UB, UB preaches, or I'm sorry, they embrace what they preach. And there's probably a better way to phrase that. But I, what I mean there is that the, the faculty and staff have either personal experience, similar to what Aaron just mentioned about his own career, but also uh, experience through family members in the military. So it's not something that they're just saying to say, it's something that they say and they barely are, are very strong advocates for um, because they see the untapped capability and asset and driven value that military members and veterans bring to a program um, such as this one. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for sharing. Yep. So moving on to our, our next topic and that's civilian employment and bridging the gap. Uh, I think it's fair to say that you've got some experience with both of these. Um, so when it comes to civilian employment and, and bridging that gap between you know, skills obtained, lessons learned, uh, leadership applied through the military. Um, and, you know, some of those personal experiences that you've had uh, compared to what hiring managers may perceive, uh, you know, based on their own personal experiences or the effect of Hollywood narratives. Ultimately, we may end up in a place where uh, there's a role of pa possible baggage concerning how they view veteran talent, right? And, and arguably, this is being this is on par with any of the other racial or gender biases that may exist out there. Um, similarly, on the on the flip side of the coin, veterans can have an unrealistic uh, set of expectations concerning their audience and what they know. 
So the bottom line and what I'm trying to get to here is, is veterans and, and hiring managers don't know what they don't know about one another. And as with any diversity-based biases, I think education, patience, and transparency can be effective countermeasures. So what has been your experience breaking through the bias that civilian employers can have? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good, really good question. Um, so I, I would probably start by I say, saying that I totally agree. And I think you kind of hit it nail on the head here when, when it's, you know, these types of degrees help to catapult and um, really level set uh, expectations as people transition into to a career in business. So um, what I loved about the UB MBA program is, is through the academic simulation, um, they make it as realistic as what you potentially are going to expect or would expect to see in a business setting or an interview or talking to employers. So the professional candor, the way that uh, standards are upheld for students, uh, those types of things have directly related to uh, my experience so far in the in the business world, specifically within my firm. Um, from kind of a different perspective, you know, I, I would I would say that military military veterans um, bring a very high degree of resourcefulness to the workplace. And, and what I mean by that is, um, and kind of the simplest example is it, if we don't have an answer, we will find an answer, right? And we're not afraid to admit that we don't have the answer right that moment. So I, I think that, you know, in, in this changing work environment, and even before pre-COVID, um, you know, I, I have kind of felt that paradigm shift in the sense that it, it's now okay. And it's actually welcome to say, hey, I don't, I know what I don't know. That, that's what, that's the more important value now, right? Like not to keep it and say, oh, I, I don't know, or I don't want to admit what I don't know, but to own that, hey, I, I'm not an expert in all these things. I know a little bit about it. I don't have the exact answer. I'm going to go get you the answer. And it, from a military um, viewpoint, that's a quality that is uh, second to none coming into a workplace. And, and you notice that when you work with people um, that are veterans, because there's, you know, there's just kind of this mind over matter. You put your head down. We're going to get the work done um, mentality. So I think that that type of shift and and that resourcefulness and that kind of determination and perseverance in a workplace is one that is actually a very attractive thing for employers and what they find in veterans and why you see so many employers now trying to build on on the number of of not just veterans directly from the military but also spouses of veterans, right? Because things kind of trickle down. So um, I, I hope that kind of got, <laughs> kind of got to where I was going uh, with your question, but I, yeah, my experience, I've seen just a, a different shift in it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's talk about, you know, the career goals that you had coming into grad school and how you were able to bridge that gap between what you were doing previously, uh, including the military and how you got to where you're at now. So, so what were the keys to success there in terms of bridging that gap? Um, I think really this goes back to what I just said is understanding what I wasn't good at and understanding what I was good at. Um, you know, for me, it, it realizing very quickly that I, I had qualitative skills, right? I had the soft skills. I built those by being a teacher. I needed the quantitative side. And mm -hmm. if you asked me at the beginning of the MBA program, Hey, would you see yourself being more of a quantitative guy? And 
doing that type of work now, I would have absolutely told you no. And, you know, two years, three and a half years later, that's exactly what I'm doing. So um, for me, I think it's being honest with yourself and understanding where you have a gap in your own um, type of experience and what your own learning and whatever it might be where you want to build that, uh, that skill set up. So for, for me, that's kind of where I focused in was understanding that I needed to, to develop there. Um, and then, you know, from, from then it, it becomes really a, just a personal kind of route of where you want to go. The, the beauty, the beautiful part of it about an M MBA is it doesn't open up one door, it opens up hundreds of doors. So it, it really becomes you aligning your passions and your interests with a business and a mission and an organization that has the same type of drive and, and wants to go to the same place that you want to go. And then, and then filling backfilling your skills to meet it. Um, you know, we, we live in a world now where it's not an employer just interviewing the interviewee. We live in a world where it's uh, a two-way two street, meaning that the employer interviews, but you also interview as well, right? Because it's, um, a, it needs to be a fit for both parties. The best success and the best kind of um, achievement comes from buy-in from both, both stakeholders. Uh, so, you know, all of that kind of attributed to, to guiding my decision and what I was doing through the program, how I tailored my coursework, how I tailored my extracurriculars uh, to build up to where I, I ended up post-graduation. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, so let's shift a little bit and talk uh, more about leadership. Um, and how do you feel your leadership traits that you were able to garner previous to the MBA program through the military and other stops along the way? Uh, but how do they translate to the classroom and then ultimately to your current role? Yeah, no, another great question. Um, I, I think that in, in this sense, military folks are leaps and bounds ahead of other people. Um, you know, and, and I have to I have to speak a little bit, not just from personal experience, but more towards um, folks that have seen uh, deployment that have led parts and groups of soldiers. Right. You are leading people in a situation where it is, quite frankly, life or death in certain situations. Right. So your leaps abound. Your we are leaps and bounds ahead of other folks in terms of possessing leadership skills. Um, and I think what sometimes military people are very humble about is saying that they don't have as much as they think they do um, and not having the confidence to acknowledge those things. So, you know, there's kind of always a silver lining to situations and, and from a, a military perspective, those leadership skills, being able to, to speak to groups of soldiers, being able to align to mission goals and objectives, being able to achieve a mission goal and objective and, you know, do AARs and all these types of things are all part of, um, managerial skill sets, quite frankly. I mean, it's, yes, they're transition from a military to a business world, but, you know, leading groups of people in a, in a team on an agile project, um, working through trying to do a go live for an organization, organizing on strategy for future tech, technological implementations, you know, all of these things still, you have to possess a level of, of managerial skill and, and military folks undoubtedly have that. Um, and if they don't, what's nice, not really if they don't, but what's nice about the MBA is it helps to finesse that. So it takes that raw perspective from the military experience, you know, into in, those field exercises, if you will, 
to more of now, okay, how do we take that skill and let's put it into a business setting, right? Let's put it into now where you're talking to leaders above, middle, and below or horizontally. Um, so you, I think it finesses and it really polishes that skill set to um, set military folks up for tremendous success. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Thanks again for sharing. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's actually going to do it for us here today. Uh, but before we wrap up, Briar, any, any last minute words of wisdom or save rounds for the audience? Um, you know, you know, my, my bit of advice is that I, someone who, who graduated two years ago from the program, I, it, I always put my hand up to come back and support the MBA program. It, it absolutely transformed my life uh, from a professional post-professional or pre-professional to a military veteran to all of these different experiences attributed to the success I have now. And, and I recognize that. And, um, you know, there is no doubt in my mind to pay it forward back to the community here. And, and what I can say from a military perspective is that your interests are, your best interests are at heart with the folks and the staff and the support and the teachers and everything that UB provides to their students. Um, and when you decide to go to UB, jump right in because you know that the best way to, to find success in this program is to get is to get your hands dirty from the very get-go um, two years flies by way too fast and to get yourself fully immersed in something like this is only going to set you up and set you apart from from other people that that do not take advantage of those situations in a program like this yeah very well said thank you so much again uh briar for your sharing such tremendous insight into your experience as a UB MBA student, also for discussing the skills that you've honed while in the military and how they've translated to grad school and ultimately into the workplace. To our audience, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all that your families do. Uh, we're glad that you're considering the UB School of Management for grad school, but we want to hear from you. So stay connected. Uh, you can do so by taking out your cell phone, opening up the camera, uh, and waving it over the QR code here on your page to access uh, different links that are associated with that code, uh, setting you up to do anything from scheduling a one-on-one -on -one, uh, admissions advising appointment to attending a recruiting event, browsing through our website, and re-watching this segment along with many others out there through our digital library, or connect with us on social media, and so, so much more. Like I said, that's going to do it for us here today, uh, but we do want to hear from you. So we're willing and able to help in any facet, any capacity that's needed. Feel free to reach out. Take care and goodbye for now.